You know, there are many conservatives who are lamenting what has occurred to the conservative or, or to the Republican Party, which used to be a genuinely conservative party. And as much as I'm not a conservative, at least it had a pushback to the things that I believe in to force me to hone in on an idea, to force me to make sure my idea was crisp. Sometimes they made it better. They made the ideas better because of having to challenge those different things. I love conservatives for doing that to my progressivity. The MAGA crowd has gone crazy. CPAC is a nut job. I want you to listen to what this conservative here has to say, and then we'll take it on El Otro Lado. When you think of the George Santoses and obviously Donald Trump with his ties and his vodka and his steaks and even Alex Jones with his vitamins or whatever he sells, the conservative movement in the year 2023 does feel like an infomercial. And I wonder how much you think the big con, the grift, is central to the party's identity at this point. What's happened is Trump is shrinking in the party and CPAC is shrinking. Uh, But it it, it is kind of the professional grassroots huckster wing of the GOP. So the good news is it, it's, it's, it's an outlier. It's not the sampling it used to be. Hell, when I, I was chairman of the College Republicans at Georgetown a million years ago, right after Reagan got elected, we'd go there and it was the best party in town. And it reflected the young energy inside the Republican Party. This thing now is a scam. Walk me through how that fits, though, in the ecosystem of the present day GOP. There's a, there's a competing confab, the club, the club for Growth conference, where I think Ron DeSantis and Mike Mike Pence right. and Nikki Haley, they're all speaking. That's kind of like the legit conference. Uh, but when you talk about the energy and enthusiasm, yeah. I mean, CPAC may be a clown show that is offering, you know, nine ninety nine gold coins or whatever. But at the same time, there it, it does represent some certain part of the GOP, does it not? I mean, it does. Does it not represent the most animated part of the base <laughs> that is therefore essential to those who would like to keep power over a club for growth? Well, it, it's a sliver. What it is, is a grassroots party, uh, the hoot and holler, uh, but it's what I call the hobbyist wing of the right wing. The, the club for growth thing is a donor club. That is that that is a meeting of people who can write $100,000, $500,000 checks to your super PAC. So the candidates will break down the door to get in there and kind of do their 10 minutes. They're scoping for significant donors or bundle, bundlers. The CPAC thing, CPAC now is like the 25 Japanese troops in a cave somewhere in 1953 waiting for the emperor to tell them to attack. They're, not, they're, a, they're a sub-sliver. Now, they, they vote in primaries. I won't zero them out completely, but if you look at a scientific poll of Republican voters and you poll, the, if you can get the aluminum foil hats long enough to get their attention and poll the people running up and down the hallways hawking this stuff at CPAC, you know, there's not a lot of correlation. It is a symptom of the weakness of the Trump thing, not the strength that he owns this shrinking island what you think the ideological center of the Republican Party is at this point. Because when I think of Club for Growth, I'm thinking these are the moneyed Republican elites who really care about low taxes. And when I think about the uh, political figures who speak at CPAC, it's kind of the grifter class. But money is the central thing that ties it all together. It used to always amuse me as a regular Republican that the grassroots would rant about the establishment. You 
know, many people like me, but the the anti-establishment has its own establishment and their trade show is CPAC. Um, as far as the party, it's got a lot of factions. Right now, the biggest war is between kind of the populists, and there are rich populists who love to write super PAC checks, uh, all the way down to grassroots, really grievance populists who are worried about space lasers and think Marjorie Taylor Greene ought to be empress, all the way over to kind of more thoughtful populists. Then you got the old Burke conservatives like me, which were kind of the dominant conservative faction in the original you know, not completely crazy Republican Party. And there's a struggle. Trump is the poster child of the grievance populace. And that's where the fault lines are now. Some of the money is with him. Most of the money is God. We're tired of losing. We're tired of crazy. Uh, this guy's a problem. Can we get back to free enterprise, strong defense, the basic Republican building blocks? But they don't control the party now. It's a, The primary is going to sort this fight out between all the warring factions. <laughs> And unfortunately, I see MAGA continuing to be the dominant portion of the Republican Party. I, I thought I was wrong. I thought by now, more sensible people would at least convince some of the less sensible people to get off. But I guess I was would not. I guess I simply was damn wrong. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.